Peace and blessings upon you all, my beautiful listeners. Thank you for joining me today. I am your host, Jasmine, and let me occupy a space in your mind as we venture through the topic of loneliness. So I kind of felt an urge today to speak about loneliness. I have had quite a change of heart when it comes to loneliness and being alone, and hopefully you guys can have a change of heart with me. So I've come to realize that like many things in life, loneliness is a frame of mind. It is something that we perceive and that we believe. It isn't something that's actually happening to us. Oftentimes, like many things in life, many feelings, many thoughts, many situations, they are things that we bring to ourselves. And how does this happen? This often happens by the things we seek, by the things we believe, and the way we actually present ourselves to the things around us. So if you are running loneliness, if you are running a sense of being alone and feeling lonely, because oftentimes people are alone and they kind of feel content, I am that person. Um... So loneliness really is a state of mind where you feel extremely, extremely alone. Like no one is there for you. You have no one to count on, no one to lean on. And it is like you are sitting on a deserted island with your lonesome self. But I'm here to tell you today that if we took a different perspective by stepping outside of the feeling of being lonely, perhaps you will perceive loneliness as something else. Because really, we never are alone. If we detach ourselves from our surroundings, we come to realize that we are surrounded by a life that we are yet to tap into. We have Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with us 24-7 seeing, hearing, and knowing what we're doing, what we're saying, what is in our hearts that we don't even express. And if we carried this thought so heavily and our top priority, would we ever really feel alone? On top of that, would we ever be so worried about what this person has said to us about not having this specific thing or about an opportunity that didn't go the way we wanted it to go? Would those things really bring us down if we knew and our heart was set on the fact that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is here? And here in every single way. Here through all hardships and here at the times of ease. So we are never truly alone. Therefore, we can never truly experience loneliness. If we do experience this, perhaps we need to turn to our prayers, to our du'a, pick up our Qur'an and reconnect and rekindle some aspect that has gone missing, some aspect that's a little bit depleted, some aspect within our spiritual bucket that needs filling up again. Because we know that when we recite our verses of protection, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends us angels to be around us. We know that looking at the wind, the sun, 
the leaves, everything around us in the world that is moving. It is by the will of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, but Allah has armies of angels that each play a role in our surroundings. So look at the world around you, not as the world that is around you. Look at it from a spiritual perspective, that you are always surrounded by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's creation, by Allah's power, by his mercy, by his barakah, by the ability to see his 99 names in every aspect of our life, every single day. Does that not fill the heart with love? Does that not fill the heart with gratitude, with humbleness? Does that not fill the heart with fulfillment? And if a person that sets out and seeks every single day to look at their surroundings with the blessings, with the aim to connect to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with the aim to reflect on the creation, on the power, on the abundance, on the sustenance of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, can you ever truly be alone? It is so important to understand the essence of the world we live in is temporary. And if you want to be Ahl al-Dunya, which means the people of the world, this world, then you are going to experience loneliness. You are going to experience discomfort. You are going to experience hatred and jealousy and anger. Why? Because your heart is attached to a temporary world. Every day you wake up in this life, being upset, being trying to prove a point, trying to, you know, seek other people's approval, validation, opinion, people-pleasing tendencies for a world that is temporary, for a test. Now, if you chase after people out of the goodness of your heart, expecting nothing back, you're doing it and giving in for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, for your akhirah, to build something in your afterlife, then that is very different. But how many of us truly do that? How many of us truly give and not expect in return? How many of us truly show up for someone and never bring it up to them again, especially at a time of conflict? How many of us take people's words and just throw it over our shoulder and smile and keep going? How many of us go and visit someone who's sick, lend a helping hand? How many of us at a time of need just make dua to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala instead of sit there and stress how we're going to pay the bills? What if this happens? What if that happens? That is all due to our attachment to this world, to a world that, yes, it may give you. Yes, strive for great things. Yes, acquire what you need to acquire. But everything you strive to acquire, let some aspect of it build to your akhirah. Imagine you have a bank account and everything you're putting in in this dunya 
is going to be a transaction for the afterlife. How big do you want your account to be on the day of judgment? Yeah, how big? And when we start to frame our mind in that perspective that Allah is watching us, subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I was listening to a lesson over the weekend and what really hit home for me was the angels that write everything we're doing, good, bad, and everything in between. They are righteous Muslims sitting there, taking down every little thing that you're doing good or bad. Just let that sink in for a minute. Now, if we really, really sat in front of someone that we respected, would we sit there and put all of our dirty laundry out there on display for them? Or would we be shy? Would we be embarrassed? Would we try and conceal the not so good choices we've made so that person who we respect so much doesn't have anything to hold against us? Yet we sin openly, not only for these righteous angels to sit and write this down, but for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to know what it is we are doing and participating in. And if we held this as a firm conviction and belief in our heart, could you ever really experience loneliness? You have two angels with you, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, writing absolutely everything that you're doing, that you're saying. Is that not enough not to feel lonely? Is that not enough to want to strive and acquire and be the best version of you possible? When we're applying for a job, we go in there with a resume and we add and add and add and add to that resume and we make it look as efficient and perfect and like you are the person for the job. There is no one they need to hire but you. And even if you don't know what you're doing, you're going to know what you're doing because you want that job. Why don't we take that same stride in our resume for the Echirah? In our book, that is going to take us to Jannah, insha'Allah. So if we future pace ourselves and really remember these little pockets of significance, of essence, of how our heart should be connected to our religion, to our spirituality, and not to the dunya, Does loneliness really exist? Peace.